Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Mike Russin. It's going to pick up a lot of background noise. I got my AirPods in. We're taking a walk down to the lake. So I just got done with a pretty intense HIIT workout, high-intensity interval training. So for those of you that don't know what that is, many of you probably do, but the, for those of you that don't, it's when you move, typically if you're going to go lower weight or body uh, body weight exercises, very high reps, you're going to move from one exercise to another uh, very quickly with no breaks. Uh, that is what high intensity interval training is. So it's a good way uh, to really get the blood flowing. I just went back and listened to this audio, and I know there's a lot of background noise and wind and cars going by. So that's just how you guys had a bunch of people yelling at me because I hadn't published. It's hard because uh, I don't have my normal drive to the gym. The gym's in the basement here. Um, but uh, I figured I would, instead of just driving aimlessly around Mayville, I would spend some time with you guys on my walk down to the lake to sit by the water and spend a little time with God. So anyways, hit a high-intensity interval training. Had a great 4th of July. I hope you guys all did too. Um, so did you guys see I, – I encourage everybody to look into – there was this lady on a plane, and she got off the plane. She refused to stay on the phone, and she kept saying, that MFR back there, that MFR, he's not real. He's not real. That guy's not real. And uh, so this lady wouldn't wouldn't stay on the plane because she said there was somebody in the back of the plane that didn't look real, that wasn't real. And she looked terrified, terrified. And uh, I posted on my Instagram, uh, look, I screen recorded it, saved it, because I bet you it's going to get taken down. I posted on my Instagram um, a snapshot of the guy that uh, everybody thinks she's talking about. Looks like a lizard. Uh, you guys think I've been joking about these lizard people? I ain't joking about the lizard people. And I think, you know, what they are is they're demons, right? And I think this demon might have shown her, like, his real form for a second. And the reason why I bring this up is now she's missing. So, you know, I mean, if there was nothing to it, <laughs> and she was just a little bit wonky and crazy, but this girl went missing. She's missing. And the, and the craziest thing is, is that her family's completely silent about it. Nobody's saying anything about it. It's very quickly being swept under the rug. Videos are being taken down up there. Remember the other day when I told you guys there's so much more at play than you could even possibly imagine? That things are so much worse than you could possibly imagine? This is the kind of stuff right here. This is exactly what I'm talking about. There are demons among us. There are demons everywhere. Uh, and they're running the world and they're eating kids. And you guys, the more you guys are going to see the veil is becoming thinner and thinner and thinner. If I would have said this stuff on this podcast 10 years ago, uh, they would put me on medication. Now I probably have at least 60 to 70% of you on my side. You're going to see more and more instances like this. You're going to see more on tell just as I always say, Go ahead, screen record this, write this one down, because over the course of the next decade, there is going to be uh, an uptick in what we perceive to be supernatural events. And that, in my opinion, is the veil between our world 
and the spirit world where the real battle is taking place becomes thinner and thinner and thinner. It's becoming thinner and thinner and thinner and thinner and thinner. Um, I think that a lot of these UFO sightings, uh, although I'm torn between government manipulation and distraction and the veil becoming thinner, that these UFOs are spirits, they're demons or angels, right? I mean, when you look at the way that the angels were described in the Bible, um, they weren't dudes with wings. They were like spinning wheels with a lot of eyes. And to me, that could be like a sphere, like a UFO with a bunch of lights, right? I know we're getting pretty tinfoil hatty today. Um, I did want to get a lot of this stuff off my chest because it's been spinning, spinning around in my head. Um, but dude, just... You're going to see this uh, uptick in the veil becoming thinner and thinner um, between, and I've talked about this before, between dimensions, I think between the third and fourth and fifth dimension even, uh, we're going to start to see more overlapping. Um, and you guys are going to see an uptick in events like this over the course of the next couple of years. So, um, you know, the best, the best way, I think that you could be prepared. I need a post to scratch my back on. Let's use this handicap sign. This just giant 245-pound bearded dude scratching his back up against the handicap sign post like an absolute bear. <laughs> and some lady just saw me. She's laughing at me. <laughs> oh, man, there's something about small town USA, bro. I'm so glad I grew up in this town. I am so glad I grew up in this town. I, I just wonder how different I would be if I grew up like in a city. Would I be, I feel like I'm pretty grounded. I don't know if I would be as grounded. Well, you know, I lived in Pittsburgh for a bit and, you know, back when I was in the life insurance business, dude, I wasn't grounded at all. I was so far out of touch with myself. I was so far out of touch with reality. I was so far out of touch with God. It's uh your environment can really, really, you guys, I can't stress enough how important it is that you control your environment. There's a great book. Oh, this is a great book for you guys. Willpower. What is it? It's not willpower is useless. It's something like that. It's like willpower is, yeah, maybe it is willpower is useless or willpower. Uh, let me know. Shoot me a message. I'll get you the title of the book. It's in my, uh, it's in my library at home. Willpower is worthless. Basically, the book uh, talks about how willpower is a very small percentage of like turning your life around or making changes or your development, and that most of it has to do with your environment. And that if you want to make changes in life, you need to change your environment. So, you know, it's like what we talk about all the time. Um, actually, I don't know if she listens. There's a girl that I know that was sober, had a really bad alcohol problem and was sober for four years, uh, a girl from, I won't say where, but just somebody that I know. She was sober for four years, and a big part of her sobriety was not going to parties, uh, and not, she, it was funny because she actually, I think, worked as a bartender, and she could be in a bar, and could be around alcohol, which I wouldn't recommend to anybody trying to get sober, but for some reason, being in a bar didn't bother her. It was the parties out in the woods, where you have the bonfire and everybody brings their trucks in. Like, this is how we party in the country. You know what I mean? You get, somebody's got some property or you just go to state property, county property, 
everybody pulls their trucks and their Jeeps and their old beat up cars up and you just start a fire and you start drinking. And, uh, you know, she made it a point to avoid going to these events and functions because that's where she was most tempted. She thought, well, four years, I've been sober four years. You know, there's a big 4th of July one happening. Um, I, I think I can handle it. And she went and she drank. She got absolutely plastered, uh, broke her four year streak. And I feel really bad for her. And uh, it just, your environment is so important when it comes to making changes or how you're shaping yourself as a person. You know, if you hang around four smokers, you're going to be the fifth. It's, I don't care how strong you think your willpower is. You know, what, what corrupts quicker than company? You know what I mean? That's a good quote. What can corrupt quicker than company? I don't know that anything can corrupt quicker than company. The company that you keep quite literally makes you. The environment that you grow up in quite literally makes you who you are. So if you want to make changes in your life and you're still hanging around the same people or you're still around the same environment, and you're, you're, you're not going to get very far, if anywhere at all. At least any changes that you make will be very superficial. You need to plant yourself in a different environment. And this is why I spent a lot of time by myself. I do not go out anymore. I don't have a whole lot of friends. I mean, I've got friends. I don't want anybody to hear this. And don't think that I, I don't think that of you as a friend. My friends, you know who you are. But I don't go out anymore. Um, I don't spend a whole lot of time around other people other than my family. It's very hard to get me out of the house. Um, the last couple times I've gone out, they've all been business related. Um, even for the 4th of July, I stayed at my house this year. I didn't. I, I think we left the house once to take Benji, uh, John, and Kelly, our close friends. Kelly works for me down to the park to see the petting zoo and the rides and all that. But other than that, man, we I didn't leave the house. And uh, it's because I'm very careful about who I choose to associate with. I'm very careful about who I choose to spend my time around. Um and I just know myself when I get around people, especially when there's alcohol involved, I get, I get amped. Like I get real amped up. You know what I mean? Um, because I'm probably 70% introverted with the 30% of me that's extroverted, you know, with me, you know, I'm a, I'm a quit and I'm not into astrology, but I'm a quintessential Gemini. I'm hot. I'm cold. I'm black. I'm white. You know what I mean? I'm introvert. I'm an extreme introvert, but an extreme extrovert. Because when I do get extroverted, I'm the life of the party, talking to everybody, going around, just being an instigator. You know what I mean? Anybody that knows me right now, well enough and has spent time with me, is probably laughing listening to this right now because they know who, how I am. And, uh, you know, realizing for me that I was black and white and operate at extremes was a very important part of personal growth for me. Um, for a really long time, years and years and years, I didn't understand myself. Um, I can't, I'm not very good at doing things in moderation. Like if I'm going to work out, it's going to be a ball-busting huge fest, or I'm just not going to work out at all. You know what I mean? Um, if I'm going to jump into a business... I'm going to drive that business to its upper limit like a psychopath or I'm just not going to do it at all. You know, I lose interest in things very, very quickly. 
uh, if progress isn't made very quickly, which I know is going to sound crazy because what I tell you guys all the time is aggressive patience. What I have been, what I've been able to, I've fine tuned my instruments at this point in my life with all the experience I have at 31 years old. I feel like I've lived three or four lifetimes. I fine tuned my instruments to the point where I'm able to detect and pick up and recognize progress that goes unnoticed by most other people. So like when I tell you to be aggressively patient and that you're not going to see a whole lot of progress at first, when you're in your first couple of years of like starting your business endeavors, you're going to miss a lot of the little things that are indicators that you're doing the right thing. Oh my God, I'm giving you guys such juice right now. I'm giving you such juice. Pay attention to what I'm about to tell you. When you're new in business or new in fitness or new in anything, you're going to you're going to be plugging away, plugging away, plugging away, plugging away, plugging away, and it's going to seem like you're not making any progress. Like I can remember when I first got into the life insurance business, like I didn't realize how quickly I was progressing at all. I just kept working. I just felt like I was spinning my wheels, but really I was making just enormous leaps and bounds in terms of my progress. And it's because at the time, my because of my inexperience, my instruments weren't fine-tuned enough to pick up on the progress that I was making, right? I didn't recognize it. Now, when I start a company, like our new firearms company, First Line Defense, like the, I think... It's going to be interesting to see how my business part and my business one, one start, they're both business owners. So I'm sure, I'm sure they're going to pick up on it. I was, it'd be different if my two business partners in this, Alex and Randy were, uh, were like green, but they're not, you know, Alex owns his own business. Randy's done just about everything under the sun. (laughs) So, uh, they're probably more like me, but it'd be like, if I went into business with two brand new green guys that had never started a business before. I feel like a lot of the conversations I'd be having with them is encouragement and positivity and helping them to pick up on the progress that we're making. All this, what I'm trying to say is that now, when I get into a business, I start to see the indicators of success much earlier than I would have 11 years ago. They were still there. The indicators were still there. I just couldn't pick up on them, right? I wasn't experienced enough. So let's see if I can walk in the grass without stepping on a bee. There's a lot of honeybees up. Actually, I've seen way less this year, which is concerning. There's a lot of these, I think they're clover up here in New York, little clover flowers. And the honeybees love them. And I can't tell you how many times I got stung on my foot as a kid. But this is a welcome reprieve from the asphalt I've been walking on. It's funny, I was wearing a shirt that said unvaccinated and ready to commit tax fraud. And I got more comments about the fact that I was barefoot all day. Isn't that funny? I could wear like an off-the-wall, crazy, inflammatory shirt. And people were more blown away by the fact that I was barefoot. During the parade, during all the picnics, walking back and forth. Like, I just, dude, any chance I get to not wear shoes, I ain't wearing shoes. Shoes are so bad for you guys. Look into barefoot. There's two things. There's uh, grounding sandals. I suggest you get them from the Grounded Athlete um, on, I think if you could find him on Instagram, the Grounded Athlete. I think he's he looks very uh, Native American. He's Lakota, I believe, uh, but I love his grounding sandals. 
They are very well made. I've had mine for three years and I've beat the shit out of these things. <coughs> and there's, I mean, they're still, they're great. I still wear them every day. Um, tell him me, who probably knows me as a city and achievement. Tell him I sent you. Um, with the grounded athlete, barefoot, barefoot shoes. Uh, also an absolute must. Barefoot shoes are great. Um, they allow your toes, your toes are supposed to spread apart. So look down at your feet. So I'm still working on mine. I just got these big, thick feet. Like my hands are real thick. My feet are real thick. <coughs> Sorry, I was walking up the hill. Um, a lot of meat to be lugging around for miles and miles. Lots and lots of meat. I really do need to cut. I keep saying I was going to do 215 and I blew it. I failed that mission temporarily. You can only fail when you quit. The only the only failure is a quitter. That's it. But uh, barefoot shoes. Um, I would highly encourage you to wear barefoot shoes that a lot and get toe spreaders. That's what I, I gotta get toe spreaders. I I got some, and they are on back order, and then they never came, and then I got a refund to my bank account. I've got to get some toe spreaders. Uh, basically, you put them between your toes, and just like it sounds, they spread your toes out um, so your feet take on a more natural shape and form. Your feet are not, your toes aren't supposed to be all scrunched up together. I believe that's why a lot of people have back problems is their feet. you got to get your bare grippers out in the grass. I wouldn't wear shoes ever. I, I mean, I know a lot of you probably have to do for work, um, obviously, but I mean... Shoes are bad for you, man. Shoes are really, really bad for you. It's really beautiful down here by the lake, dude. You guys should see what I'm seeing right now. I wish you could. Notice my voice is getting quieter. There's nobody around me. But my voice is getting quieter because I just feel a reverence and a sense of peace down here. Let's sit on this bench. You guys are going on an adventure with me this morning. I hope you guys can hear me okay. I know it's windy. These noise... These AirPods don't do as well as they should, canceling outside noise, but oh, now the sun's shining on the lake. It's a dragonfly, a couple ducks. Chautauqua is a beautiful area. It's very, very nice here. Our good friend Grace, my buddy Sam's wife, was up uh, yesterday so she could uh, see Geneva and the baby. And, uh, she was like, I've never been here. It's so beautiful. And uh, this time, me, I think the last time I was here was Thanksgiving, and that's the longest in 31 years that I've been away from home. Isn't that crazy? The longest in 31 years that I've been away from home was uh, just recently, just up until now, from Thanksgiving till July 4th. <sighs> the guy over here fishing, it's a bit coffee. Lots of perch. If I were to cast a line where I'm at right now, I'd catch a perch or a sunfish, without a doubt. Without a doubt, I'd catch a perch or a sunfish. Probably a sunfish first, and then a bunch of perch. But, you know, maybe today what I should remind you of. Big stretch. What I should remind you of. Just, just take a take a moment and slow down. Take a moment and slow down. And smell the flowers, as they say, you know. 
spend some time with God. Spend some time with yourself. And uh, when's the last time you talked to you? You know, seriously, think about it. When's the last time you talked to you? So that's what I'll leave you, you guys with today. Hey, I love you guys. I hope you all have a great day and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.